Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block, shifting gears from volleyball over to college football. Uh, it was released today, the ballot for the 2024 College Football Hall of Fame class. There's a Nebraska tie, also an Ohio tie, probably gave it away. Frank Solich is on the ballot, uh, so I don't know if there's any sort of fan voting to to help Frank Solich's chances. If there is, he'd be so. in. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Not that not that he's not going to get in. I don't think the fan voting is going to happen. I don't I don't I don't see the uh, National Football Foundation um, going to the fans and just like, hey, who do you guys think should be in the Hall of Fame? It'd be funny though. You know how many crazy names you would get. So many. Um. So the people that are on the list for players are those that receive first team All America recognition uh, by a selector that is recognized by the NCAA and used to come up with the consensus All-American teams. Uh, the DP talked about, was that two weeks ago already? Or just last week? What? The consensus versus unanimous All-American. That was, was two weeks. About. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So, yeah. Uh, if you missed that, go back, check out the podcast. Uh, there's a whole explainer on that from DP on Old School. Um, but, Rico, now what we're going to do is we're going to go down the ballot. We're going to pick a quarterback, a running back, a receiver, a defensive player, and then a coach. You got me messed up. It's going to be interesting. Rico, since you're the guest... I get to choose first? You get to choose uh, your first player. I was assuming you'd start with quarterback, but if you don't want to, you don't have I to. I think I might start with quarterback just because it's, it's a smaller group. Um, at least that's what it looks like. And I, you, I feel like you know where I'm going with this. I could probably guess. Yeah, I want you to guess before I do it. Did he play at Nate Brennan U? He did play at Nate Brennan U. Okay. Yep. Michael Vick! Up for the uh, Hall of Fame this year, quarterback for Virginia Tech from 1999 to 2000. Um, one of the more electrifying players in the college football game to, to ever tote the rock in a college football game and carried it over into the NFL as well with the mm -hmm. Atlanta Falcons uh, and then with the Philadelphia Eagles for a time. Uh, Michael Vick, my, my first round number one overall draft pick. That's a good one to have. Um, I'm not, I'll give you some of the other names. Matt Cavanaugh from Pitt back in the 70s, don't know much about him. Tim Couch from Kentucky. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the, the lines in his bio is who led the Cats to their first win over Alabama in 75 years. Also set some NCAA, uh, SEC, and Kentucky records along the way. Yeah, I guess, but I feel like that that, that Alabama one's pretty important. Um, I'm going to skip over... Ken Dorsey? <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be my pick. That's why I'm going to skip You're over. You're fine. I'm not going to take another quarterback. Um, well, I was going to build some suspense for who my pick You don't need... Be. I don't. Uh, Graham, honestly, Graham I don't know Harrell why you would was, take him. There's a, there's a better one on here. Graham Harrell was interesting. That's the one you want me to pick, I bet. Nope. Uh, not going to take little squirt gun Josh Heupel. Nope point guard uh ryan leaf probably not kellen that's moore tempting kellen moore that's where i thought you were going I i'm between kellen moore and ken dorsey wasn't he the winningest quarterback in college or is he still the winningest quarterback in college football history um because he played four years at Boise uh, winningest State. by percentage okay by percentage 90, got it 94.3 percent of his game goodness gracious antoine randall l was a quarterback in college. That's a good one. Before he moved. That's a good one. Uh, Alex Smith. Not bad. You're not going to take Alex Smith, huh? You, uh, yeah, I, I got talked into Kellen Moore. Did, okay. Okay. See, I'm going to go with Kellen that's Moore. That's a good one. We'll uh, go are you keeping so you... track of your team? 
Uh, I can. Okay, keep track of your team. I'll keep track of my team, and we'll see. We'll put who, it out later. We'll see who's better. Yes. Um, since I let you go first. Yeah, we're do- we'll just snake. You go next. Yep. Um, for running back, there are some really interesting names on the running back list as well. Just going alphabetically: Monte Ball, Eric Bieniemy. Uh, you have uh, Warwick Dunn from Florida State. Ooh, that's a good one. Toby Gerhart from Stanford, who was an absolute stud who I feel like that's finished Heisman runner-up like he did, but behind Nadal yeah. Sue. I feel like me thinking how good he was is more recency bias than... Like, I know, like, obviously he was really good, but I, I, I just feel like some of the names on here um, are, are much more talented than he is. Marshawn Lynch is up for the College Football Hall of Fame, but I'm not going to go with How him. good was he at Cal? Marshawn Lynch at Cal, according to his snippet, 2006 first-team All-American, uh, led Cal to a share of the 2006 Pac-10 title, 2006 Pac-10 Offensive Player of the Year, led the league in rushing with 1,400 yards, uh, 1,800 all-purpose yards, 15 touchdowns, a two-time bowl game MVP, and Cal's all-time leader in 100-yard rushing games. All right, so he was really good. Got he, it. He's a Cal legend. I don't know if he's a college football legend. I'm going to go to Pitt. I'm going to take Craig to Ironhead Hayward. Oh. Consensus first-team All-American in 87. Um, fifth in the Heisman. Second leading rusher in school history behind Tony Dorsett. And in that 87 season, had 100 yards in every game. So my team so far, Kellen Moore and uh, Craig Hayward. I think that I am not going to go with a running back right now. Oh. I believe. Did you say we have to take an offensive lineman? No. No. Wide receiver and running back are the other two offensive. Wide receiver, there. running back. Okay. I, I think I just lost him. Or you can do pass catcher if you want a tight end. Yeah. Uh, I don't want a tight end. I think I'm going to have to go with my guy who – and it, it's a hard one because how good was he actually in college when he went to a college that didn't really throw the ball all that much? <laughs> But I think I'm going to go with Larry Fitzgerald at Pittsburgh. Oh, you're going with Fitzmagic. I think I'm going to go with Larry Fitzgerald at Pittsburgh, a wide receiver from 2002 to 2003. We all know how great he was in the NFL um, with more tackles in his career than dropped passes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a ridiculous stat. <laughs> which, is a, just, which is just a crazy stat. Was going to college while he was in the NFL for, um, I think it was journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry Fitzmagic with the, with the Cardinals was electric at Pittsburgh. Put up some good numbers, but again, not a school that was really airing it out all that much back in those di- back in those times. I feel like if he played in an offense more centered around passing, if he played to- in today's college football, Larry Fitzgerald would put up numbers that people wouldn't even touch. Okay, now take your running back. Now I have to. Oh, take yeah. it! I forgot that we're doing that. Uh, a little snake, a little snake draft. We're, we snake it. We're snaking it. I think I'm gonna go with. I'm, I'm thinking. Warwick Dunn is who I'm leaning towards right now. Him and Marshawn on the board. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go work done. I'm going to go work done. There you go. I'm Florida State legend. Okay. I'm between really three wide receivers is what it comes down to. Peter Warwick from Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, two-time first-team All-American, 98-99. Uh, uh, they won that national championship within there. He's the MVP. Uh, obviously, two-time ACC career leader in uh, receiving yards for the ACC at the time. Uh, FSU's career leader in receiving touchdowns. So Peter Warwick is a choice for me. Uh, the other two, I think, are the ones I'm between. Okay. My heart tells me to go with Marvin Harrison. 
number 88 uh, from Syracuse. Love him for what he did with the Colts. Uh, 95 first-team All-American as a kick returner. Special teams player of the year in 95. Uh, three-time All-Big East conference record. Uh, punt return length. All-time leading receiver in Syracuse history. So that's what my heart tells me to do. Given that we're building the best college team, though, I don't think there's a better choice on this list than Justin Blackman. We know what happened oh. in the pros with the flaming out. Two-time unanimous first-team All-American. <laughs> Only one of two players ever to win the Boletnikoff twice for best receiver in college okay. football. Okay. 2010 Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. Finished fifth in the Heisman voting and holds the NCAA record for consecutive 100-yard receiving games. Guess how many he had in a row. Consecutive? Consecutive 100-yard receiving games. Uh, Eight. Fourteen. Holy Toledo. So, yeah, I'm taking Justin Blackman without much thought. That is a – yeah, no, I, I really can't be mad at that. Okay. Um, Defensive player, this one – I got to scroll back through the list again. I just have to uh, find – Oh, no, I found it. I, found I know it. who I'm going with. I just have to find his name. Okay, I'm going with uh, so can... Rocky Kalmus from really? Oklahoma. Two-time consensus first-team All-American, 2001 Butkus. Uh, Oklahoma's all-time leader in tackles for loss. They won the, the title in 2001. 2000 Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, uh, four-time All-Big 12 guy. So, yeah, Rocky Kalmus for me. I don't have all of the stats. Are you going with Terrell Suggs? I am not. Whoa. I am going to go with a guy who played basketball. Ah, okay. And football. And who took fake classes, I can only assume. And who definitely took fake classes. <laughs> Julius Peppers. Yep, good call. Julius Frazier. Peppers, <laughs> as people love to love to say about him. Uh, well, it's his middle name. He is in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. His, his number 49 is retired. Two-time first-team All-ACC, a unanimous All-American in 2001. The Bill Willis Trophy, the Lombardi Award, the Chuck, Chuck Bednarik Award. Bednarik Award. Uh, just, a, just a little bit of everything out in North Carolina for Julius Peppers. Uh, second overall pick in the 2002 NFL Draft. Just a just a legend uh, in North Carolina and uh, a pretty good uh, pretty good defensive lineman. Pretty good. The other options to me were uh, Suggs, but also uh, James Laurinaitis from I, Ohio State. I considered Laurinaitis because I remember Laurinaitis in college was a beast. Uh, he got to the pros and injuries really cut his pro career short, mm -hmm. but was a beast at Ohio State. The other one that I think some of our listeners will be slightly disappointed in us for not considering more is Dewey Selman from Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Obviously his brother Leroy, uh, probably slightly better known, but the, the combination of those two on those Oklahoma defenses that went back to back was mm -hmm. kind of insane. Eric right. Weddle was also, I just, cause I love oh, Eric Weddle. But it's, he is, he's Yo. all the way. He's a, uh, he's a uh, number 77 on the list. Um, defensive hmm. back for out of Utah. That one was also considered, but okay. No. All right, you get your pick of the coach. Uh, oh, hold on, I gotta go to the coaches. And I like, there's an obvious one that I want to take just to make everybody happy. If you don't, I will. How about that? I I know you will, <laughs> and that's the problem. But I think I'm gonna take somebody who actually had a uh, no. He had a better win percentage, but it was at worse school. Um, was looking at Larry Coker. Is mm -hmm. I'm considering Mark D'Antonio. Uh, but you really want to take Tommy Tuberville. I d you really I want to take Tommy Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville on this list. 
I'm going to go with Frank Solich. Yeah, okay. I'm doing it. I'm going okay. with Frank Solich. I don't even need to say what he did. Everybody knows what he did. <laughs> Nebraska from 98 to 2003, uh, some people believe wrongfully let go. Then in 2005, takes over at Ohio all the way to 2020. Uh, the winningest coach in the MAC, I believe, has the field named after him at Ohio. Just a legend for the Bobcats. That's the obvious one. It you is. had to do it. I I'm, not, I'm not blaming you. No, I'm like looking at everybody else. Like looking at everybody else. Like I'm sure that these guys were obvious. Like they're on this list for a reason. Fantastic coaches, but just knowing what Frank Solich did, um, seeing the places he coached and his winning percentage. The only person with a better there. Are two three people with better winning percentage than him larry coker uh miami and texas mm -hmm. san antonio pete cawthorn senior austin college in texas and texas tech uh he coached all the way in the 20s 30s and 40s uh and mark d'antonio at cincinnati and michigan state for me it comes down to three guys for this choice is it those three given that the frank is off the list it is not those three actually oh, wow. um you mentioned two of them in larry coker and mark d'antonio mm-hmm um, my gut told me to go with D'Antonio, uh, did some good stuff at Cincy for a few years before, uh, doing a lot at Michigan State, winning his coach in their history, uh, three Big Ten titles, two-time uh, conference coach of the year, 12 bowl games in his 13 seasons there, uh, fourth in Big Ten history and postseason wins. Pretty good. Larry Coker, we know what he... I don't know if he helped assemble it or what he did um, <laughs> in coaching Miami to that, that national title uh, win over Nebraska. The other one, though, is Larry Blakeney at Troy. He was there from 91 Ooh. to 2014, winning his coach in Sunbelt history, four-time conference coach of the year, eight conference titles across the Sunbelt in the Southland, uh, seven FCS playoff appearances in eight seasons, uh, helped that transition to from FCS up to FBS. And Troy's good. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a talented program year after year. Nebraska knows that. But I'm going to go with a known commodity. I'm going to go with uh, Mark D'Antonio. Again, just not going to overthink it. Okay, so your team in totality for this year's Hall of Fame class. Michael Vick at quarterback. Warwick Dunn at running back. Larry Fitzgerald leading the way receiving. Julius Peppers holding down the defense. All coached by the mastermind himself, Frank Solich. All right, I've got Kellen Moore at quarterback, uh, Craig Ironhead Hayward at running back, Justin Blackman at wide receiver, Rocky Kalmus is my defensive player, and Mark D'Antonio is my coach. We're going to tweet this out. We're going to have people vote on this. Whose team's better for this year's college football you know Hall who's of gonna, Fame You know who's going to win. Neither one of us should have picked Frank. I should pick some. I, give me Larry Coker, just because if I pick Frank, I'm going to get more votes. That's okay. I want I'll, Frank. I'll, I'll fight the stack deck. No, I want, no, I want Frank. But give me Larry Coker just just so that I don't have that unfair advantage. I want this to be fair. And if you throw Pretty in sure a Husker, that. everybody's going to be like, that one. That's the one. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I'll get that tweeted out uh, at Austin underscore Orman. Follow Rico, too. Radio Rico AC on Twitter. Uh, interact with us. We appreciate that. It's free to follow. We put good stuff out there. Sometimes. Usually. Most of the time. We'll step aside. We'll talk some college basketball to finish out the first hour of On the Block next. <laughs> 